Welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and this is episode number 48. So excited for this episode. Why? Because this is one of those that I like to re-listen to the episodes because there's so many good pearls in there, those bits of wisdom that come out, and there's some. When I'm interviewing, I'm like, yes, Oh my God, it's so good. Well, today I have Christy Whitman and she is going to talk about, I mean, get ready for this, some life experiences that when you have it all and then when it starts to crash down. So instead of that rags to riches what if it's a riches to rags and then building it up again and how do you do that and speaking from experience she has two new york times best-selling books she's got the art of having it all and taming your alpha bitch and she's got another one coming out which i am positive is going to be another absolute best-selling book it's coming out here in the next i believe couple months and it's the desire factor and when you hear this christy and i get into as you always know i do the depths of what really happened and how do you get back on your feet how do you make a relaunch really happen so and now let the conversation begin. And I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed talking to her. You're listening to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hillary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. All right, welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch. And what a treat, not only for you all listening to this, but also for me because this is somebody that I admire. She has done so much of the things that, you know how you have those people in your life that you're like, ooh, I wanna be like her. So we're gonna talk about that, but first and foremost, please, please welcome Christy Whitman. So Christy, thank you for being here. This is so awesome. Oh, I'm so grateful to be with you, Hillary. Thank you so much for having me. So we're going to dive right away into this so that I can, you know, just kind of like tell everyone why I admire you so much, but could (laughs) you walk through your, you know, some of these relaunches that we talk about and the silver linings that come with that? Yeah. You know, I have one that's two and a half years ago. That was, I'm so grateful for, but it was so hard to go through. Um, when I started as a full-time coach, I've been a coach for 20 years, but I opened up my own full-time business, uh, 14 years ago online. Um, I, within a year was making more money than I did as a coach than I did as a pharmaceutical sales training manager. 
And um, I launched my coaching academy and it did super well. Like I wanted 50 coaches and each time I got 50 and then it started growing and growing and growing. And I was doing a, a million and a half launch, a million and a half dollars per launch twice a year. So huge success, more money than I even know what to do with. I was, you know, taking my team and affiliates on just amazing trips. I was going on incredible trips with my family and, you know, going to like just dream, dream vacations and, and um, bought a second house in Arizona. And then all of a sudden the bubble burst and the, the launches were going from a million to 800 to 600 and it kept going lower and lower. And I got used to this level of you know, <laughs> money coming in on a consistent basis Absolutely. for a long and period. That, and if you're at that level, you know, one and a half, two times a year, you're starting to have a lifestyle attached to that as well. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I did. <laughs> and I liked it. Very Understood. Much. Yeah. And so, I mean, great restaurant. I mean, just everything, luxury lifestyle and still have it today, which I'm very grateful for. But what I, what I needed to do, and it was very difficult to do, was I had a team that reflected that. And so for me, I'm such a, I'm a Scorpio. So I'm super, super loyal, super, super committed. And so my team stayed the same as the numbers decreased. And so I was paying out a lot of salaries and I didn't want to let anybody go. And, and every time I did, I had to let like a bunch of mentors go. I was like, Oh, I felt horrible about it. And then it was like another round of letting go because obviously in any kind of business, right, whatever the sales coming in, you need to make sure the expenses are you know, a certain amount below. So you make a profit. And so we had to let go of programs that weren't working anymore, or that were taking up too much time or weren't bringing in profits programs that were like just something I love doing. Mm. But what really, um, I remember it was the summer and, and I, we were living in a, um, we'd rented a house in Montreal because we had sold our house, rented a house in Montreal for the summer. And I, I remember I was feeling depressed because I was, I was, scared that what I love doing so much, I wasn't going to be doing it anymore. I mean, I had massive success, two books hitting the New York times, you know, all this stuff. And, um, it was just, it, it was like, it was a period of time where everything I touched turned to gold and then it wasn't working anymore. It's like, it just <laughs> wore out. <laughs> yep. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like somehow that spindle's not working anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then I felt, I mean, I'm all about authenticity. So then right. I felt like a total fraud because I'm like, I'm teaching how to manifest and here I'm not manifesting, you know? And, and it was just like, I stopped teaching as much and I was beating myself up and I went into like this, I mean, teach about lack and abundance. I went into lack, I went into fear and I'm like, how could I ever go back and do a job again, because what I do is I'm so on purpose and I love doing it so much. And I, I got really, you know, I spiraled down mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful because that time I really did. It, it brought me to a point where it was like, I hit bottom and I had to let three people that had really high salaries in my company. I had to let them go and it wasn't easy for them. And it wasn't easy for me. Um, but things started opening up after that, as a matter of fact, within days, all of a sudden I started channeling the council of light and now everything in my business has completely pivoted from Christy, the coach to Christy and the council. 
And ever since then, it's been like, <laughs> I'm okay, writing. Okay. We got it. Well, okay. We yeah. got to back up. Now. Yeah. All right. So you were riding the wave, right? Things were just going so well. And all of a sudden this, the, as you said, the bubble burst. Mm-hmm. Now that you're looking back on the bubble bursting, what factors would you say contributed to that bubble bursting? Besides, right. being, besides being loyal, you're loyal to your people. You know, that was still, you were still riding the wave, but then there's something that happened, something that you... Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I was relying too much on all of my people that were working for me that I kept backing out and my energy was less and less in the business. And I wanted everybody else to just do it for me. I got lazy. Uh, There is a fabulous book, The E-Myth Revisited, that talks about that where if you give away too much of the company and you're really, you're not present anymore, you're having everything get done and you're thinking that that is, well, isn't that ultimately we want, you know, we want to work our way out, but the company still has to have the essence of you. And it didn't Mm. anymore. Mm, That is such (laughs) <laughs> an interesting piece because it happens. So you realized that you had taken yourself too far out yeah. of your company without, you know, now there is the point of selling your company where you actually get out. Yeah. That's, all, that's all great. But at this point you were still trying to grow, grow, grow. Yeah. And you, you talked about that loyalty, the loyalty that you had for your people and nobody, you know, you start to notice that your expenses are more than your profits. And how did you go about like coming to that decision that, oh God, I've really, I've got to start letting people go. Well, it was a several conversations that I had. My husband is the CFO of my business. So these are several conversations. That's convenient. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and very... Maybe not convenient, right? <laughs> well, you know, that's interesting too, because we, for, for where we worked together for many years, came to a conclusion that it's not good for us to work together. He did a lot of growth on himself and then became different. And then we came back together and worked together again. Mm-hmm. And now it works brilliantly mm-hmm. because what I, what I was saying or how I wasn't present in the business, mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like he was, he wasn't showing up the way I needed him to. And then all of a sudden he woke up and started showing up more in our marriage, more in our parenting, in all aspects. So that was beautiful. That was because he felt like he got fired from his wife. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like, oh my, right. And he, but he woke up and he changed and he shifted. Mm -hmm. And now he's, I mean, so such a present, amazing man. I mean, he's always been an amazing man, but he's just so present. I feel like I, I have more of him than I ever have in every aspect, parenting, you know, our, our own relationship in the business, all of it. It's, it's beautiful, but yeah, so we had a lot of conversations and what was interesting is one day, and it's kind of just funny. I was thinking about this the other day, one day I was driving to the gym and I got this, you know, this literally like this directive call so-and-so and let her go. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even question it. I picked up the phone. I called so-and-so and and I said, "Um, I'm giving you a 30 days notice. I need to let you go. The business doesn't warrant having your services anymore. It's not going in that direction. So I need to, you know, thank you for all the years that we've worked together. It's been amazing and everything's shifting now. So I'm giving you 30 days notice and, you know, 
And she was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, went into the gym and I was like, wow, that felt really good. You and know, then there's a big point here that I want to make sure that, you know, everyone really hears you had this intuitive hit that you, you know, this is something that you needed to do for your business right then and there. Yeah. And I get asked a lot, well, you know, shouldn't you like really ponder the decisions you're making? Shouldn't <laughs> you really be thinking about it? Do you feel that if you had waited, you may have not acted upon it or you would have carried it out? What made you so clear that, hey, on the way to the gym, got the hit, did it right then and then went into the gym after you've done it? What do you attribute that to? It was such a directive, you know, because I had been thinking about letting these three people go all summer long and thinking, yeah, God, I got to, and I can't, and I, in and out and, you know, like, uh, you know, like the whole, just, I can't, I can't do it, you know, and having these conversations. And, and even though one person in particular, she kept messing up big things yeah. and I kept giving her chances and saying, oh, so what's going on with you? You know, are you sabotaging this? And, you know, I still was just like, let, letting her still work with me. And so, um, easy to do, right? You, right. Gosh, I'm loyal. I'm such a loyal person. I I always look for the best in people and I'm like, but she does so many good things. Yeah. She messed up here, but I justified it. Right. Right. As you're growing your business, there's a point where you're not the friend, you're the business owner. And that's it. That's, that's a fine line. There's a dance there and you have to be, you know, shown the way, right. There's some real, I'm sure now when you're coaching all these people, there's lessons that you've learned that you're like, Hey, I need to get this out. I need to let you know that you have to be careful with developing those, those true ties, because like you said, she started to not do what she should be doing and was messing up. And I also believe that there is a point where the team you have, and whether you're going up or whether you're going down, the team you have sometimes isn't the team that you need to grow with. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. The, yeah. t- the where I was, where I was shifting to, and didn't know at the moment, it needed to, it needed to morph into something different. So you literally, as you said, you hit rock bottom. You were like, oh my gosh, how then? Did you, you know, put on your big girl panties and say, all right, I'm like, I'm going back out there. I'm doing it. How did you pivot at that point? How did you create this new relaunch of Christy Whitman? Well, I literally, I have coaches that I work with and I met a woman that um, helped do a one healing session. And all of a sudden I was, I, I worked with healer after healer after healer during this time. And I'm like, nobody's helping. Like, I'm just, you know, praying. It's like, nothing's working. I feel like I was hitting my head up against the wall and paying people, you know, high paying mentors and healers. And I'm like, it, this is just not working. And I ended up um, meeting a healer, a coach that gave me a session that it helped me get back into alignment. So I was able to find my footing and that helped me. Um, I went on a retreat with her the next week. Cause I was like, I got to have more of this. Cause this is feeling good. And so I did. And that retreat was the best thing I could have done for myself because it took me away from my environment. I was away from, you know, the, the business. I was away from the family and it was just about me and I needed to refuel and just take a break from it all. And, um, I, and I'm so grateful I did, you know, it was like, I needed just a total different shift of perspective and energy. And, um, yeah, that's what really helped. You know, what's so 
it's amazing what you're saying. We have something called the relaunch effect, it's seven steps. And I'm hearing it's like reset, you know, you're reimagining, you're reinventing, you're rebranding, you're realigning. I mean, you did a massive relaunch. Like I'm, I'm thinking about it as you're talking and we're, it's like, check, 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 check all across the board. Yeah. And then you relaunch these programs. You put in more of the essence of you, but, but share, share kind of the lessons that, you know, now you're leaning into. Well, what's interesting is the, the coaching Academy that I was teaching for all these years, I then pivoted and now it's available not as a live program, but as a, um, an evergreen. So people can take it all over the world whenever, when they want to, it's not live classes. It's, you know, the videos are from a videotape from a live class. And so now coaches all over the world for a third of the price that they paid because it was live before, you know, are able to take this class, go at their own pace. It's amazing. And um, it, it's, that was something that I was so resistant to doing before, but because everything in my business has shifted with the council and now doing all this like healing work and group coaching. Talk more about that. Cause you, you mentioned the council and for those that don't know what you're referring to, can you share a little bit about what is that? Yes. So, so this was like in August, right? And then in September, um, I literally was working with a brand new, what I was given directive from this shift um, to work with people and doing healing work. And in September of 2018, all of a sudden, my consciousness went out and another consciousness came in and I started channeling, full on channeling. For years, I've been, every book I've ever read, uh, wrote has been a channeled book, right? The desire factor is the same thing. Now I know who I'm channeling, it's the council. Um, whereas before I didn't know what to call it, um, God and, or- And just so people really get this, the idea that you're sitting there, like Wayne Dyer did, went to a cabin and, and called in a higher being to say, hey, I'm ready to write this, but flow through me as the author. Yeah, That's Christy, what you're, what you're doing now. Well, funny enough, I didn't deliberately do that. It would come, my books all came through me when I was like sleeping or when something else was going on. My last book, The Quantum Success was written, literally downloaded through me at three o'clock the morning while I was on a cruise ship in the middle of the Mediterranean with my family. And I had to go in the bathroom because there was nowhere else to go to literally journal. So I didn't go to a cabin and say, okay, come through me. I'm ready to write a book. (laughs) It was like, wake wake up. I told you I'm in the process of like, I've got the book in my head and it's, you know, I, I, I kind of haven't even put the, you know, the, the pen to paper yet. So I'm a huge fan of that whole concept of 3am things come to me too. And being able to, you know, my hardest part is jumping out of bed and writing down the things right without disturbing my husband and all that. So I love that. So the fact that, okay. So you have gone from that coach manifestation to going into more this, the the healer helped you kind of open up and now you have this ability for channeling and then, and now where, where is this taking you in your journey? 
everything is Christy and the council. I've pivoted away from Christy Whitman and it's like, it's now Christy Whitman and the council. So I am literally just the channel for the council and their wisdom to come through. So whether it's teaching courses or doing healing sessions or the book, you know, it's a collaboration, right? It's my body, their information, but they're, they're amazing. They, they are beyond just like a channeler um, or channel being that kind of answers questions for you or just gives information. They literally help people heal by, by helping them become energy masters. So everything's really about the concept of mastering your own energy and really being able to have practical ways of doing that so that, you know, whatever you feel is blocking you, you can flow the energy through it and, you know, manifest what you want. So if people are sitting here saying, oh, master your own energy, that sounds like, you know, that's over there and I'm over here. How would you begin to even offer to people who haven't really thought about how do I even start to master my own energy? What would you suggest they start to do? Well, first of all, watch your words. So that's, that's the big thing is that our words have creative energy. You know, our words start the whole entire creation process. Our, our thoughts that we think are creative and thoughts are a series of words and word thoughts thought over and over and over again are beliefs and perspectives. And those lead to emotions and those lead to the actions that we take. So everything starts with the word. And there are so many words and phrases that people use that literally put them in lag. And when we say them, we feel bad. And I actually created a, a free program. It's called Watch Your Words. You go to watchyourwords.com and it's a 30 day video program. And you get a video that's two to four minutes every day. And it tells you the word or phrase that you absolutely want to eliminate from your vo vocabulary, why, and then what to say instead. And it makes a huge, it makes a huge difference. It, it just- it, an example of one word yeah. that you could be watching. Perfect, uh, uh, miss. So during COVID, everybody was saying, oh, I miss, I miss going out to dinner. I miss getting a pedicure. I miss going to school. I miss my kids going to school. I miss going to athletic events. I miss going to concerts. I miss, I miss, I miss. And every time we say I miss, it pulls our energy down and we feel bad. But when you shift it to, I look forward to. And I did that one night because I was like, God, I really miss going out for dinner with my husband. I, I miss going on a date. And I went, whoa, no, I can't miss. I look forward to, what do I look forward to? I look forward to the time when the restaurant's open and we can go to dinner. And then it's like creative. And I'm like, oh, where would I want to go to dinner? Babe, where would you want to go to dinner? When the restaurants open up, first place we're going to go, where would you want to go? And we started discussing like all the amazing restaurants and which one we wanted to go to, right? And then- it was became, ooh, do we want to just go the two of us or we want to go with a friend? Which friends do we want to go with? Hey, let's ask Natalie and Tim, right? And then it became, ooh, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? What shoes am I going to wear? Because I haven't worn high heel shoes in months. Like, like, what am I going to wear? You know, and it just became this creative thing. So instead of being like, oh, sucks that the restaurants are not out. I'm just like, I really need a date. You know, it's like a very different energy than, oh my God, I'm so, I don't know when they're going to open, but when they do, I'm going to make a reservation over there. Uh, you know what? I, I've, I've talked about this before. It's that concept of forward gratitude, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm so excited that, no, it hasn't happened yet, but it's forward thinking. 
Yeah. And I think we've all said, oh, I miss, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, oh gosh, I think I said that last night. I miss the restaurants. And, but I love the way that you phrase it and it, you can make it almost a fun game. So there's emotion tied behind it. And as you know, thought and emotion processed over time repeatedly turns into a belief. Yeah. Awesome. So the more you can put that vibration, the more you can keep, that's what you're going to get in. Yes, and exactly. I, I love that. So we got to, we got to cross off everybody. No more miss. It's all about what's coming. It's all about, yeah, I love that. Well, there's 30 of them. So there's 30. No, I think that that's great. And that's watchyourwords.com. We'll definitely have that in the show notes as well. Awesome. Now you also have a, now correct me if I'm wrong, it might be out, but I don't think so. The new desire factor, is that a new? The desire factor is actually coming out in April, but you can pre-order it right now by going to the desirefactor.com. And what's fun about that is that when you order it, it um, you get three processes and meditations that are from the council. They're beyond amazing. So you get into your desire factor, getting into the creation of your desire factor now, well before the book even comes out. And then you also get signed up for a four-week li- four live um, training and coaching session with the council that they take you through each of the steps in the principles in the book. And so that- So with made. Christy and the council. With Christy and the council. Okay. Yes. Yes. Just want to make sure but, everyone yes. realizes we're not going to go that woo and have nobody there. Right. No, it's Christy in the council. Yes. So, so yeah. So it's about $900 worth of bonuses that you get for buying a less than $15 book. So you just go to desirefactor.com. But when the book comes out uh, end of April, you could of course go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble or anywhere else that you want. Done. I love it. I love the idea of how you're creating that. And I think it's um, the four week. Christy and the council. I mean, I'm excited (laughs) for that one. Um, Okay. So as much as we could continue down this path, and these are such awesome, awesome, juicy conversations, and there is so much more to be had with you. And I would love to recommend everybody take advantage of, she gave you two free, you know, ways to reach out to her, watch your words, and then get that $15 or less book and you get all these goodies. So cool. Um, Well, as you know, we always do some rapid fire questions at the end of our (laughs) interview. Uh (laughs) I I would like to throw a couple out and people know that I've started to make it even more interesting for myself. And I put in a few that I just these crazy thoughts come into my head. And sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I wish I had asked that. And so this is when I get a chance to. All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. Are you strapped in? I am. Seatbelts on. Okay. So if I were to ask the council about Christy in five years, what would she, what will she be doing? I'm, I'm accessing them. They just, <laughs> they showed me like a big fireball is what they showed me. Just on big, on big, big platforms, big impact, big stages, doing what we're doing, doing healing work and doing, you know, energy work and teaching people about energy alignment. Oh, and maybe the council's telling you and Hillary's standing right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. They just showed me this picture of like a fireball. I was like, I like it. I love that. fireball. I love that. <laughs> Okay, so what 
podcast do you love listening to other than this podcast? You know who I adore? There's several of them that I adore, but Glambition Radio with Allie Brown. Yeah. I love her. Um, I love listening to um, Anthony Trucks, mm -hmm. The sh Shift Happens. Those are, those are fun ones that I like to listen those to. Those are good ones. Okay. And what is your favorite beauty product by name? I use GM Colin. So it's, it's a company that's out of Montreal mm -hmm. and um, I'm just a product. I'm addicted to products. Like I love trying all different kinds of facial products. And several years ago, um, I was introduced to that product and is I used it a, it. Is it a beauty product, like cream? What, what is yeah, that? It's a whole, it's a whole oh, skincare a whole line. line, whole skincare line. And they have one that's called a uh, Boda peptide and it's like a little bottle of Botox. So Ooh, like we like, yeah. we like that. Okay. And I'm, a, it's, a I'm good, a, it's a good kind of Botox. I'm a beauty product junkie. That's why I always, it's like, I write these down and I'm like, you know oh, what I'm doing later. I'll order it. I'll try it. They're okay. so good. So would you rather be in a backyard barbecue or a swanky party? Swanky party. And at the swanky party, what would you be drinking? I don't drink anymore. And that's part of the big pivot. Okay. But yet, yeah, I always drink something. Yeah. Okay. So what yeah, that's true. I, I'm seeking alcohol. I would be drinking a, um, a Perrier with ice with a splash of cranberry and a straw. And a straw. You're like my daughter. <laughs> she always has to have a straw. I love that. I love the straw. Okay. And when, this is my last one, when you think of powerhouse of possibility, what does that mean to you? Oh, it just means being in alignment with all pure potentiality. When you're in alignment, when I'm in alignment with my divine self and know that any desire that I'm conceiving has the potential to become something. And it, because I've conceived it in my mind and I can feel it, it, it has that, it has that potential. It has that possibility. So for me, that's, that's being in the powerhouse of, of possibility. Mm, pure potentiality. I love yeah. that. It's one of the laws I talk about. Yeah. yeah, that's terrific. Well, I have to say this has been so much fun for me. I am so excited about the things that you're telling us to go do and to stay involved in what you're working on. And definitely that book that's coming out, you said in April. The Desire Factor. 2021. So that whenever anyone's listening to this, it may already be out by the time you're listening. But very, very cool. So, so excited to be following this, excited to share with you in the future, your success is that fireball in five years. <laughs> and thank you again so much for being on the Silver Lined Relaunch. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you felt a connection to this episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch, please head over to iTunes now it would mean so much to me if you would leave a good review and help others find silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to all of the bonuses and notes from the show today in our treasure chest, which you have access to for free by texting 55444 and typing in treasure chest. Or you could go to our private Facebook group, The Relaunch Effect, 
living a life you love. Together we've hit the reset button for you, turning your transitions into a transformation. Until next time, don't forget, there's always a silver lining.